Money Radio, discussing the business of making and spending money. Hello, you are welcome to today's edition of Money Radio, a program that brings to you the latest developments in Nigeria's business and economy cycles and issues of business around the world. My name is Innocent Odu, and together we shall look at the tourism sector with special focus on return of the return of the stolen Benin artifacts from Germany and the significance of the Nigerian cultural history and heritage. Before we go into the issue of the day, let's take some news tidbits. And in the news, the Nigerian National Petroleum Corporation NNPC has said that at the Portaco refinery, which is undergoing a, 50, a $1.5 billion rehabilitation, will start delivering refined products by September 2020. This is coming after the NMPC earlier in April 2021 officially signed the contract with Technimont SPA for the rehabilitation of the refinery. $1.5 billion rehabilitation of the Porter Culinary Company has commenced in full and part of the facility will start delivering refined products by September next year, the Nigerian Petroleum Corporation has said. The NMPC officially signed the contract. Uh, the NFPC officially tagged the contract with TechMod SBA for the $1.5 billion rehabilitation program of the Portaco refinery in April, on April 6, and parties to the agreement announced the commencement of the project. Now, despite the rise in crude oil prices above $75 per barrel at the international market, there are indications that the Nigerian crude oil production has recorded a decline by 7,000 barrels per day of one point. 48 billion per barrel per day in June against 1.55 billion in that of May. This is despite the positive rise in the combined oil output from the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries, OPEC, for June. The group, known as OPEC Plus, added 540,000 barrels per day of crude, of crude in June and to, the, to, and to a market hungry for oil as summer kicked off, according to the latest S&P Global Plate uh, survey. Residents of residents of Ondo and Ekiti states protest alleged abandoning of 22 billion uh, Naira Akure Ondo Ekiti dualization uh, project. The residents they trooped out to the Iboba axis of the highway in Akure metropolis to show their di- displeasure over the deplorable state of the road and lack of commitment on the part of the of starting the project. According to them, the state of the road has continued to aid activities of criminal criminals engaging in kidnappings and killings. And also in the news, the Tashari the Science and Grant the Science Granting Council initiative of the Sub-Saharan Africa today, today announced that the Nigerian Tertiary Education Trust Fund TED Fund has joined the initiative to advance research excellence in Sub-Saharan Africa. TED Fund is an agency that set up set up by the federal government of Nigeria to provide supplementary sup- support to all levels of public tertiary institutions. Its research and development uh, support is becoming an institutional reference and has changed Nigeria's narrative in many aspects. Nigeria is already a major producer of research in Africa, though a recent study suggests that it has the clear potential to do more given the number of its universities 
about 196 think tanks and research professionals. LGCI is, is facilitated by the UK's West Africa Research and Innovation Hub, Nigeria. Then that is it for the news. Uh, we'll take a short break. When we return, we'll get back to business on the issue of the returned uh, Bini artifacts from Germany and the controversies surrounding it. That's when we return. Welcome back. Uh, I'm now being joined by the, my analyst here who will help me do justice to this uh, very important uh, topic uh, of the return of Benin as, as artifacts from Germany and of course the uh, brewing controversy around the, uh, the ownership. I'm being joined by Isaac Amuria. Isaac is a, 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 a tourism expert and analyst. Isaac, you're welcome to the program. Pleasure to be here, Innocent. I also have Kayode Falode. Kayode, you're welcome. Thank you, Innocent. And then, of course, uh, we have uh, also joining us uh, Jerry Emerson. Jerry, you're welcome to the program. Thank you for having me on the show. Okay, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Now, let's begin with you, Jerry. Uh, what uh, would you? How would you react to the news of the return of uh, about 1,130 1, artifacts belonging to the Benin Kingdom? Uh, well, uh, it's uh, it's a thing that we should Nigerians uh, should be happy about. Not just uh, people from that extraction, the Benin Kingdom. Nigerians should be happy about the news, and that uh, so, uh, sometime next year, in 2022, these uh, artifacts will be repatriated back to the to the country. Because um, if you if you look at it. Uh, some of these artifacts were stolen during uh, during when Africa when Africa was colonized, sometime in uh, um, in 1897. You know, during uh, British troops, you know, came and uh, moved some of these artifacts and uh, auctioned them out there in the many countries of uh, in, in Europe, basically, and uh, they've been there all the while. And even some other countries like uh, Scotland, uh, Scotland Aberdeen University, also have some of these artifacts. So it is, it is, it is something. It's a cherry news that uh, you know there are moves to repatriate uh, these uh, you know looted uh, assets back uh, to the country and to the Benin Kingdom. Okay, um, uh, let me come to you, Kayode. Uh, Okay. And the news of the return of the artifacts. Of course, uh, Jerry has said that uh, because they are they are so valuable, then uh, even now, uh, so the British uh, troops had to invade the areas where they are kept. And uh, of course, uh, in our own uh, parlance, we say they desecrated the, 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 the these uh, areas and took away a valuable material to the, the Nigerian people, the Benin Kingdom, a very uh, prominent kingdom in Nigeria up to this moment. So, how do you react? this uh, very development well it's a good development like you said and a very welcome one uh, for that matter so we we are happy that this has come and uh, that is happening uh, before our very eyes it's a good thing because efforts have been made in the past to retrieve some of these um uh, artifacts and uh, one of the um, most prominent ones that i recall now is the 
one, the artifact, the mask used for the first tag uh, 77. I, the, the, the Nobel array, where Professor Woluchenka and some of his friends, even President, I mean, the uh, former President Obasanjo, then was the military head of state. So efforts were made. No, well, both uh, straight and cook. Well, at, at the end of the day, they, they they could not succeed. So even when we hosted the first tax seminar, we used a a how do I put it? Was uh, I don't want to say a counterfeit. <laughs> it was a copy. It wasn't the original mask that was used. So it's it's it's, it's, it's shameful. So for these things to come, it's a good development. It's a very good development indeed, and Nigerians are excited and happy about that. Uh, one thing is very sure, Isaac. Uh, the Benin artifacts actually represent and reflect the, the rich cultural heritage of the Benin Kingdom and also other kingdoms that are you know neighbors uh, for, to Benin Kingdom also shared in such rich historical uh, heritage uh, of uh, you know making sophisticated uh, sculptures like we have of Benin bronze and the other materials that reflected the, the splendor of uh, uh, the ancient times when uh, we had uh, the, those uh, sprawling empires. And at a point in the history of Nigeria, uh, we had this invasion from outside uh, who desecrated our systems and our culture and cut away some of these valuable things for us. Now we have them return, uh, we're returning back to uh, Nigeria. So what value do you think the, the, the return of these artifacts add to the tourism sector, for instance. Yes, thank you, Innocent. Uh, very good background there. You have, uh, you have established. Um, in terms of the value, I tell you, if you put all these assets together and you auction them in the right market, you know, because um, we have a specialized market, you know, for, for artworks, we are talking about hundreds of millions of euros you know, if you aggregate everything, okay? So, and um, some of this, or most of this, much of, you know, these artifacts were carted away in 1897 during the British punitive expedition in, in Benin. And between then and now, these people have been exhibiting these works mm. in their private museums, in public museums, and they have been collecting money, whether as gate takings, you know, or exhibition shows, you know, and in fact, there are even a, 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 there are several dimensions to if you want to look at the economic value. There's a branch in engineering that is called mimetic. Hmm. What mimetic means is you just mimic, you see something, you replicate it. So I, I'm sure, you know, uh, it will interest you to, to know that some of these car designs that you see today, Say, ah, this one has antelope face. Mm. This one has a uh, 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 cat, cat face, you know, and all that. So, what engineers do these days, that branch of engineering, those who specialize in that, but what they do is just go to museums, look at the artistic representations of these animals, mm. you know, because most of these animals have gone extinct. You can't find them again. <laughs> so, they just go through this, they, they take pictures. So when you see them taking pictures, you think they don't know what they're doing. They actually know what they're doing. They take those pictures back, they process them, and sell them to these big, you know, auto, you know, firms. You understand it? So that is just, you know, that is one area. You get it. If you look at the face of uh, a train, for example, yes. you know, it's like a needle, you know, but it's actually designed after the face of the earthworm. Uh -huh. 
you understand <laughs> so so that is you know how far you can actually go with this uh, with this object yes. so 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 for us the value to add yes we need to establish a museum a global museum you know a museum of world class uh, that would attract people you know to come and see this object um, for education purpose you know and uh, for social and other purposes okay and of course when they come people are going to collect money uh, then uh, work out how money will be shared between the original owner who is uh, the royal father the Oba Benin you know and of course other stakeholders that you know who want to uh, you know work with him you know on that project yes there's something you raise very important here very important yeah and um, that's the we're talking about um, the addition the plus of these artifacts to the tourism sector of the Nigerian economy and how just like you said, we're going to make it more expansive in order to attract people to yeah. come view these uh, historical uh, you know, materials yeah. that have ref re reflected our cultural heritage all over, all, all from time immemorial. Now, there's another thing that uh, uh, we, are, we may have been missing, which is, of course, that uh, the long years that these uh, artifacts have been stolen away and that they were supposed to add value to the Nigerian economy, for instance, if we had to put them in, in that place. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know whether it is good enough that we can quantify the economic loss yeah. or losses that we have incurred as a result of these materials, you know, being out of our own shores for that long time before this, uh, you know, prospect of its returning back to the country. Yeah, well, like I said, you know, we don't have the data yes. on our fingertips, but those who stole the artifacts, they know how much they have been making. Mm -hmm. You understand, and um, the, 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 they've been food dragging about returning the artifacts. You know, this whole campaign started uh, in the time of Oba Kenzwa, of blessed memory, and um, after him, the successor also continued. You know, so they've been returning them in bits and pieces. You get it, and and they just make a show of it. You get it, and you know they go to the media and all of. If you say, if you acknowledge that your forefathers stole these artifacts from the rightful owners, return them. You don't need to go through any, you know, bureaucracy. Just, just gather everything and return them. Huh. You understand it. So I, I see the Europeans not being uh, very sincere, huh. you know, about returning these artifacts. You know, because if they were, you know, they, they of course, uh, won't be going through, uh, you know. Now, can you do, please, can, is it possible that we can actually exact any form of penalty on these Europeans for the theft of these valuable items that belong to us? And then of also, also looking at the losses we have incurred over the years. Is it possible that we do that now? How, do, how can we exact that type of uh, you know, a penalty on them? <clears throat> Thank you very much. I think before we go to penalty or whatever, let's get these things from them first. Mm. What about other countries? Let's, let's even let, let's try to load the, the I mean Germany for I mean making efforts efforts yes. to return. What about other countries? What about Britain, who actually was a uh, uh, I mean led the the, the assault, you know? Yeah. So I think what we should first do is just gather. Let's let's keep it one voice, even from home. Yeah. Charity, they say below. I mean, starts from yes. so. So we should do that, and I think we are not getting it right mm. in that angle. No, we even look at this. What is happening right now? Yes. So I'm coming to that. Okay. Now, yeah. now if 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 we should just and it's not even about the monetary value alone. Mm. It's what about the historical 
yeah. value yes. what we've lost. No, they said, why you know your history? know where you're coming from and you know where you're going to. Yes. Now, a lot of these things, a lot, a lot of Africans, not Nigeria alone, have lost a whole lot of from these artifacts from so many instruments. So I think what we should do is sit back, go to the drawing table again, harness our resources and get all these things first. Then we'll now talk about uh, reparation yeah. and then we'll now talk about reparation. Okay. Now, Jerry, um, in uh, all over the world, tourism is a very, very important sector in any nation's economy. As a matter of fact, many countries actually invest so much in that, in that sector. And these particular you know, uh, historical materials are usually what you see when you visit some tourist sites in some countries. Like if you have ever visited uh, uh, China, you go to a place called the 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 uh, the Beijing, uh, the Beijing uh, Great Wall. You can see that it's a something of significance to the people. There, there's, there's this history behind it. It might have it did with some of the ancient ways of defense. You know, there's a story behind that wall. Now there are so many other artifacts representing individuals who made that happen representing them in so many of the strengths and areas that they have helped to build the Chinese society. So, tourism is also part of building a, the socio-economic development of a nation. Now, with the return of uh, this artifact, how would you think that the Nigerian government and stakeholders can actually, like Kayode said, harness this res powerful resource and use it to project our image and, of course, sustain that sector which seems not to be doing well at the moment? Okay, thank you very much. Um, uh, just like uh, uh, what is happening, uh, just like uh, yeah, um, just like uh, the British yes. holding on to all these artifacts and displaying them uh, in their museums for people to visit and then pay money to see some of these things, we can do that here. When these um, items or assets are being reparated, back into the country we can set up a national we have a, i think we have a national museum yes. we can we can bring some of these things you know place them in, in this museum so that you know people people can come in people outside outside the country or even within the country to to visit these places and, and pay money to you know that that will that will be a source of revenue for the, for the government definitely a source of revenue isaac that's what people always want to hear when you talk tourism revenue i understand that in israel if you visit some of the tourist sites maybe mount mount, mount senna so not mount tabo mount uh, gilboa and all the mountains where there are great miracles were performed and great wonders were performed the israeli government has been raising raising nearly five billion dollars every year on tourism alone that's a huge amount of money. In Saudi Arabia, uh, even the Hajj alone also breaks the, the reckoning about $12 billion annually in, in, from that. Now you go to Indonesia, the countries around the world, they are home in Africa, Kenya. Yeah. You hear about the Maasai Mara in Kenya. That brings them about $4 billion per annum. South, you know, but Africa. South Africa, Namibia, Zimbabwe, and all these you know, small African countries have Kenya. done Kenya have done so well in this sector. Uh, with have to take a short break uh, when we return we continue uh, the discussion money radio 
Discussing the business of making and spending money. Welcome back. Uh, we're still talking tourism and, of course, the focus on the return of uh, the Bini artifacts to Nigeria. And I was asking Isaac, uh, before we went on that short break, the importance of tourism as it yeah. concerns Nigeria's economy. You know, vis-a-vis what we see around the world. You know, using this Benin, uh, you know, a return of this Benin artifact probably to stimulate this sector. Now that we have the rest of the world, or we have announced the rest of the world that we are ready to bring in this asset and make them productive as part of our in tourism. How do we re-engineer that sector using this uh, opportunity? Yes, um, we are at a time in our history where countries around the world are planning for the post-COVID era where they are thinking of how to restart the economy after all we lost, you know, to COVID. So, um, the, some efforts have been made in, in the state. The state governor came up with an initiative to say, okay, um, we need to have a museum, you know, so that we can, you know, get these assets, exhibit them, you know, for a global, uh, you know, uh, market. So, that, that, that effort needs to be applauded because it is actually the first time, to the best of my knowledge, that I've seen um, concerted you know, efforts by a government, a sub-national government, supporting pockets of individuals you know, that have been you know, in the forefront you know, of this campaign for the return of these artifacts. However, um, we, we saw what happened in the following uh, news reports, you know, how the Oba, uh, Royal uh, Majesty came out to say no, um, some, some steps were not taken, uh, you know, by the state government before they you know, went ahead to do what they did. Okay, um, yes, I think um, so, some things need to be uh, put they in perspective. They need to be streamlined. Yes. I was uh, okay. Take it, take it, take yes. it up from there. Yes, because uh, the needless controversy. Yes, now the federal that, government has also said yeah. that they might take charge yeah. of the artifact. Yeah. So, is, for, are, are, we supposed, start, are they supposed to do for that? Start, I think um, they are misconstruing a lot of things. These artifacts are the Oba's property. Ah. Let us just get that fact right. He's the custodian of those properties. Yeah, they are his. They are his property. The guild that makes the bronze is an institution of the palace. Mm. And what they used to do then was they would go to the palace to see a function that is performed by the Oba. They take notes, mental notes, and go and replicate what they saw hmm. in art form, in sculpture. And at the end, they deliver the pieces to the Oba. So the guild, that is the Gung, the Owena, the Besa. He said, that's how from the Besa. Hmm. You know, it's so it, it is our role <laughs> to actually maintain and beautify the inner chambers of the palace. Hmm. Okay? So, 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 you know, our great-grandfathers used to do this and they hand them over to the Oba. They were not even doing business with it until a charter was given for them to go commercial. Mm. So these assets are not for the Bini Kingdom as erroneously believed. They are for the Oba. So if you are embarking on any initiative that would uh, help us maximize the benefit around these assets, that consultation will start from the Oba's palace. So the Oba must give his blessing to that. I think that is where they are getting, you know, the whole thing wrong. Hmm. Perhaps um, there was miscommunication. I don't want to say that uh, the governor, as a son of the soil, you know, didn't know what he was supposed to do. No, perhaps there was miscommunication because, I mean, the Hario father is high, so, so revered, you know, that um, sometimes, um, <laughs> you know, 
you know, you can't, you wouldn't know his itinerary. Sometimes he's, uh, you know, doing some, you know, performing some rides. You know, you don't go near the palace at those times and all of that and all of that and all that. You know, okay. So, so, so these efforts have been made. The upper has come out to say, hey, these are my assets. But in the interim, the federal government can, can keep them. Okay. Uh -huh. You know, in the interim. Okay. So, so, but I still believe that, um, like the governor rightly said last week, he issued a statement to say no. Uh, he's going to seek audience with the other. They are going to iron out, you know, this issue once and for all. Because the trip he did to Germany with the minister, the crown prince of the kingdom was, you know, was 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 in company was, you know, on that trip too. So which means they actually uh, the, the governor is ready to work, you know, with the palace on this project. So we hope that this, um, you know, uh, the, the, the result uh, will translate to, um, you know, a, a museum mm. for the. You know the Bini people, and for the world, as a matter of fact, so that when they bring these assets, we'll have a place to exhibit them. Then people can come from everywhere, mm. you know, to see them, pay, make payments. Uh, those that want to use it for knowledge acquisition, sake, yes. Uh, those who want to do it for enjoyment and all of that. Uh -huh. all of so whatever they pay, they should be able to work out a structure that will reward the owner. Yes. <laughs> you know, then and of course other stakeholders. Oh, you are speaking like the son of the soil. So that, that's that's the way to go. <laughs> yeah, Kaede, let yeah. me come to you now on the issue before our time uh, wrap up the program. Okay. Now the question of um, you know uh, tourism as mm. uh, a means of uh, re-engineering the Nigerian economy at this particular time of, uh, you know, uh, economic downturn it is, has become so important, you know, that uh, we must look into every detail that has to do uh, with this sector to improve on it, to invest in it. Now, opportunity has come through this idea of uh, our artifacts, revered artifacts coming back to the country, you know, to boost already what we have. Now, what what do you think will be the right investment in terms of uh, the you know funding of uh, issues like this you know to help us actually preserve them i understand that in the Benin kingdom of course has lasted for several centuries before the coming of the europeans uh, you know uh, the first contact in the Benin kingdom is actually the, f the first uh, you know kingdom in nigeria to make contact with the foreign powers like the dutch the portuguese you know and the rest of them before even uh, the colonial British came. So you can see that they have built that uh, enabling capacity of uh, having masterpieces like this that actually, in fact, amazed the world. You know, the why the, the reason, some of the reasons that these artifacts were stolen were actually because of the value that they added that amazed those who came and saw that, wow. So these people can actually create something of this sophistication in this Africa. I mean, it was something real. It was something imaginative. It was something creative. Now, the creativity we're talking about is how we're going to deploy that to this sector that needs investment, to this sector that needs to be revived so that people can come to Nigeria the way they go to China to see the Great Wall, the way they go to see the, uh, the, the, the Temple of Heaven, for instance, the Forbidden City in China and the all parts of the world. We can see what they call the Taj Mahal in India. So many of those things. They are not better than what we have here, but we need to do the investment. What can we do about this now? Thank you very much, Innocent. Um, the first thing, I, I, I think the, the uh, tourism sector in Nigeria has, has been um, pushed to the back, relegated to the background uh, for a long time. And it's, uh, I think it's high time, maybe a, a ministry uh, is, uh, was uh, created actually for the uh, tourism. So we don't have a ministry of tourism 
Hello, but that's just by the way. Now, tourism is a whole hall. No, it covers almost everything. You can read, you can't really uh, quantify the extent tourism can go to develop the country, to develop everything. So I, but one of the ways I'm talking about funding our, I think the first thing we should do is um, that we should bring in the private sector. Okay, yeah, private sector. The private sector should be encouraged to come in and invest immensely, massively in uh, tourism. So, um, government uh, businesses in Nigeria are not, they don't have the, they are not known to, to, to yeah. really, really make it at the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. Those are the, no, no, it's just like job for the boys, everybody will come, take and disappear. But bringing in the private sector, you know, will, 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 make, will make the tourism sector uh, stronger and um we have giants, we have this all this communication giants, the oil giants, everybody. So people can come. And come, uh, tourism, there are some countries that their forte actually is tourism. They don't have anything and they make a lot of money out of it. Sustaining their economies, people are making... You know. So let's talk about it. From the airport, even from, from the airport, money starts coming in. Mm. People will come. Nigeria will make a lot of money from visa. People are applying for visa. The airlines, the taxi driver, right to where the the museum. Let's we are we are centering on this Benin artifacts now. Look at the people around. People there will be skilled laborers. Uh, there will be skilled ones. They are dependents. People will give them food. Look, we have accommodation, lodging, hotels, just like that. Mm. Don't go. No, so it's a long. I wish you have all the time in the world. Jerry, can you say one thing uh, just in one second because our time is up? Okay, um, actually, I, I think for the for when you talked about uh, you know revamping the tourism sector and uh, especially for the artifact, um, I think we should the when these artifacts are being repatriated and in a way to also generate revenue. I think um, there should be a way where some of these artifacts are being reproduced, you know, in in their likeness from like what what is out there, so that people can come and buy, and maybe keep them in their in their homes, offices, places where hotels, lobbies, and all those things. To in a way generate money for yeah, okay, just in one, in one yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. For example, we'll see what um, we have done with TED Fund. Okay, mm-hmm. at a point when the educational system, especially higher education in Nigeria, you know, uh, we're, we're, at, we're actually giving up on it, you know. So we came up with TED Fund and how does TED Fund get its money? It gets direct, you know, money directly from uh, proceeds from crude oil. Yes, so if we, can, we can, if we can also do that for the tourism sector, for example, then of course, with all the gains. Not against. If it's just oh. uh, one barrel, you know, whatever we make, we sell from crude oil, we put it there. Then in 10 years' time, if people are no longer, you know, coming for our crude oil, then we'll know that we have investment in tourism. As, uh, as we have in the United Arab Emirates. All right. Thank you so much. I've been having a wonderful time discussing this a very important uh, topic with uh, Adika Murie. Isaac, thank you uh, once again. Thank you, uh, thank you very very It's always been a pleasure having thank you. you. Thank you, much. Jerry. Thank you so much for being here with us. And uh, on that note, uh, we draw the curtains on this very edition of uh, Money Radio. And uh, we promise that we're going to come back next time with a bumper edition. 
Have a nice day and stay blessed. Thank you. This program is brought to you by Leadership Podcast from the stable of Leadership Media Group.